to Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. This is episode 105. And with me this week, we have a, a new voice, someone uh, very special. Uh, it is, is Guillaume from the Negative World Podcast. You may have also heard him on the recent episode of RFN. Yeah, I don't know about how special, but uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here. When I, uh, when I had the opportunity to invite myself on this podcast, <laughs> I, I took it immediately because I've been listening for a while. And uh, it's always been a dream of mine to be oh. on uh, Radio Trivia, even though I suck. So, well, thank you. Now, um, you might be wondering uh, why someone who's not on uh, the Nintendo World Report uh, staff is, is on here. I'll make a little bit of an exception because Guillaume is going to be a, a guest panelist uh, at PAX East, which is, I believe, the first weekend in April. Is that correct? Yes, it's uh, 6th to the, the 8th of April, and uh, the panel is going to be on the 7th, I believe. I was there last year, but I cannot make it this year. Um, I, I really want to, but it it, it just conflicts. So uh, have fun out there. Yeah, it's going to be my first time. And um, yeah, I'm not sure exactly why I'm going to be on the uh, RFN panel, but I was asked, so I, I took the opportunity. And uh, <laughs> sure, like we're doing this so that uh, perhaps listeners uh, get to mo- know me a little bit before I'm there, but I'm still going to be... The one person that no one went there to see, so uh, uh, <laughs> I, I'm pretty nervous. But at the same time, I, I hope it's going to be pretty fun. So, well, it should be fun. Be sure to check out the uh, retro gaming room. I, I plan to spend pretty much my whole time there. Yeah, that's, sounds, that's pretty much what happened for me. Yeah, I, I've never had the opportunity to play the Saturn much. Um, <laughs> be sure to check out uh, that Sonic game. I will. <laughs> Sonic Jam? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, enough of that. We have Radio Trivia to play. So um, here we go with the first game. Thank you. 
Wow. Well, that was uh, very nostalgic. I um, although is this some sort of remix? Because I, it's so different from what I remember. Like there, there seems to be more instruments than in my Jeez, memories. I, I don't know what to tell you. All right. Well, I definitely know what this game is. But uh, yeah, sure. Uh, shoot more nostalgia my way. <laughs> figured out why the uh, the mix is different, why there's more instruments than I uh, remembered. <laughs> well, here's your question. Uh, in case you can't tell, uh, um, I did not pick this game. <laughs> uh, what is the gimmicky name of this game's pseudo-multiplayer mode in which you can swap players' characters? 
Yeah, this game has good music. <laughs> All right, so do I say what it is? Yeah, please, go ahead. This would be uh, Sword of Mana for the uh, Game Boy Advance. Yes. Um, have you ever played this version of the game? I have, or at least I've played half of it. Uh, <laughs> I... By that, do you mean you only played through it once with one character, or do you mean you only played through half the game? <laughs> I played. I, I stopped before the end. I, okay. Um, the, the like nostalgia was strong, but not that strong, I guess. See, I never played the original, which was what is a Final Fantasy adventure. Yes. For the Game Boy, um, but I beat this game. I, I guess I was more tolerant than many of the horrible AI uh, partner characters, mm. and uh, I, I sort of brute forced this. I uh, I don't remember much about the game, but I, I do remember playing this game because. I had it while I was on a trip up to Montana visiting my, my parents up there. And um, they have a, a home theater up there, and you know, it's like a projection screen. So uh, I made uh, very practical and good use of uh, that 120 <laughs> inch screen by using my Game Boy Player to <laughs> play Sword of Mana. Nice. Uh, as you can imagine, a very pixelated uh, <laughs> screen. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> But uh, it was amusing. Um, yeah, no, I, I played mostly the game in its original form. Uh, okay. Just that when I was an RFN, I, I said that I wanted uh, Final Fantasy Adventure on the eShop, and I, I still do. Although, like, okay, my problem with Sword of Mana was basically how much more janky it was than I would have liked. Like, the, the game had not only bad uh, co-op AI, but it also had kind of, like really hit and miss uh, hit detection mm-hmm. and yeah. um, like s- strange glitches but when I really think about it the original game also had that kind of weird unpolished uh, feel to it I-, I think both of the games in this series have that weird unpolished feel to them oh yeah you, you, you're um, yeah. you're talking well, about uh, Secret, of Mana Secret of Mana and, and, the, and the, some of the more recent ones uh, Children of Mana or whatever for DS yeah uh, yeah, I don't know what it is about that series, but Square definitely doesn't put as much money or care into it as uh, as they could, as they do other franchises. Um, but yeah, like that that game was just the original was my first taste of a Z- Legend of Zelda kind of game before I played even Legend of Zelda. Wow. Like it was a, a definitely a clone, except with level ups and uh, things like mm-hmm. that, more of a an RPG feel to it. Maybe a little closer to Crystallis. <laughs> mm. uh, but yeah, like it had like uh, walls that you could not bomb, but you had to have a pickaxe to get mm. through. Uh, you had uh, different weapons that acted also as uh, you know tools that could remove uh, obstacles in your way. And uh, no, like I, I have such fun memories of that game. I, I must have played it, I don't know, like a dozen times, and always trying to max out my character which would become insanely powerful by the end. Does the original not have some of the AI problems? Does it not have any AI partner characters at all? Or uh, It does have uh, some sort of uh, AI character most of the time that's following you around, but th- th- there's no real purpose to it. Like It can do some things for you. It will fight alongside you, but it doesn't have any hit points. It doesn't have any anything that could hinder you, you know? Okay, so they made the side character more annoying in, in the remake. Right. Um, 
I didn't know that. But but to be honest, like I can't exactly remember the the remake all that well. I've played it for, you know, maybe I got to the second town or something, and then I decided, uh, you know, I can probably live without like with just my good memories of the original and the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, in terms of uh, visual style and, and the music, the the remake is very good, but. Yeah, clearly there's some technical problems with, with the game that, uh, I don't know, for some reason I was tolerant of way back when. Uh, maybe it was because it was the only game I had. <laughs> only new game I had. Yeah. Um, well, I actually uh, I actually don't know the answer to your question. It's been, it's okay. been too long. Yeah, so uh, there was not... You, you would think that if they were doing a remake and they wanted to make it feel more like Secret of Mana, they would add a full-on multiplayer co-op. But no, they didn't. Instead, it's this thing where you can like link the two GBAs up with a link cable and and swap characters. I think I don't I don't know what value there is there. But you get some extra power ups and stuff. And this yeah. uh, link system is called the Amigo system. What? <laughs> yes, wow. I'm sure that it was only uh, known a few times. It was probably in a couple of press releases and never heard from again. But um, it was called the Amigo system. And did uh, Martin Short and Steve Martin sue, or? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> so that's what it was, and uh, it really added nothing to the game, as you might imagine. So I, I don't know why they ever bothered. I really don't. Um, probably should have spent that time working on the bugs instead of that. But, yeah, probably. Oh well, the game still has good music, so. Uh, there you go. You got a, a taste of, of the remixed music without the, the suffering of the game itself. So um, hopefully the original will come out on the virtual console. Uh, it seems like there are a bunch of games like this. I know you you touched on this when you were on RFN recently, but there are a bunch of adventure games and and uh, simple RPGs that came out on the on the Game Boy that that uh, just seem like easy money. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand why uh, not just Nintendo, but Sony also did this as well. Like They seem to be uh, going into their backlog of games like just to, to give you know more options to, to people, but they always seem to give us these big RPGs under uh, legacy consoles. They, they seem to give them to us at the same time that they're releasing big, meaty RPGs for the <laughs> systems. You know, yeah. like it, there was a big drought for the the 3DS recently. That would have been the perfect time to release some of these games. But oh, instead, sure. now like the, you know, the the floodgates have been open uh, with like Tales of the Abyss that just came out, and you know, at this point, if older if older RPGs came out, like people would pay less attention to them because there's something new to play. So yeah. I, I don't get it. Like I, I would time releases so differently if I were working there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there were a couple of really good early releases, and then it kind of stopped. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I'm glad we got Donkey Kong. I mean, that I'd never played that. I mean, no, like don't don't get me wrong. Like I, I'm very thankful for these games, but uh, you know, Pac-Man, really, that's yeah. not really gonna tie me over. You know, yeah. Alleyway, eh, not so much. <laughs> I do have memories of that game as a kid, but I would never go back and play that game. <laughs> All right, let us continue with game number two.
well, I this may or may not be a game on my list. I don't know, but that's definitely a Genesis game, right? There, there's no other hardware that makes that farty sound. <laughs> <laughs> drawing a blank here. All I know is that I'm, you know, I have to suppress the urge to dance. <laughs> All right. Well, here's your hint question. In this game's universe, what are the various robots collectively called?
farts <laughs> yeah that's a f that's a farting um yeah i just remembered what genesis game i had on my list that would have robots is this vector man this is vector man hmm. yeah, of course it was released on the virtual console um on wii and uh, you may have also played it on sonic gems collection that's that's where i play this game um and, and like most things on that particular disc i didn't find them very praiseworthy. <laughs> um, do you have fond memories of this game? I played it for the first time uh, on the uh, Genesis collection that was on the PlayStation 2, and I actually mm. like it quite a bit, but it's not a game that's easy to like. Like, it's pretty ugly, that's for sure. It is. I mean, it's, it's really weird because this is supposedly the thing that went up against Donkey Kong Country, the pre-rendered graphic style, and you know, of course, uh, Genesis is what Nintendo don't or whatever. Sega mm -hmm. is what Nintendo don't. So it's dark and angsty and, and depressing. And yeah, the the, the 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 characters animate fluidly, but everything else looks like crap. Uh, you mm -hmm. really feel like the uh, the Genesis couldn't display uh, as many colors as it could because it just yeah, it looked boring and drab. Yeah. Um, but like the game, I think has some redeeming qualities. I think that the the character is a little bit too big for the screen, so that's a little bit yeah. annoying. Like it, so because of that, I think the game is not quite hanging up there with the likes of Mega Man. But there are many cool things that you can do, like cool ideas. Uh, for instance, uh, the the character has jet boots, and uh, you can use it to have some sort of double jump. But also, if you time the second jump just right over an enemy, it's gonna hurt it. Mm. So uh, you can have some fun that way, and also uh, like just the I guess the, the pace of the action and uh, the way that the power ups worked as well. Like the the game could be really really difficult, but you could get multipliers uh, occasionally like strewn strewn around the the levels, and uh, those multipliers don't just multiply the points that you're getting. Uh, they also multiply, for instance, like extra hit points that you get. Or, or even like the number of lives. If you get a one up after an uh, like a ten times multiplier, well, you get ten lives. I guess I didn't pay close enough attention to that sort of stuff because mm. uh, I played up to maybe like the third level. I just got stuck, so I I gave up at some point. I just kept I lost a couple of continues and just sort of said, you know what, that's enough. Um, and maybe it was because the character was too big and I couldn't see what was going on. Mm. But also I think that the third level is the one where you have to, like it's kind of a labyrinth and you're finding like different uh, things to destroy before you can move on, I, I believe. Mm. I I'm thinking of one that's like, um, I think you're in like uh, water. Oh, oh, that one is so, <laughs> yeah, it's un insufferable. Like it's really, really slow. And if you happen to miss a platform, and fall too far down, like the the enemies respawn, and you have to climb back up. Right. And uh, yeah, it's it's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that, that's where I stopped. 
but the uh, the PlayStation 2 version of the collection had safe states. Maybe that's why I didn't mind too much. <laughs> yeah, I, I cheated my way through. Sometimes it's for the best in these sorts of games. Mm. I have no idea what the butts were called, but uh, I, I seem to remember something about the environment. I guess like this was a game from the mid-90s, so it had to have something about the environment in it. It did? D didn't it? Oh, I thought that... Uh, uh, may maybe it had some sort of nature is good... I don't know. I, I think that Vectorman takes place on a polluted Earth, and uh, everyone left except the robots who are cleaning it up. Oh, okay. Hmm. I, didn't, I didn't catch that. Okay. Well, the robots are all, I guess, orb-shaped or something, so they're called Orbots. Of course. Because, yes. It's a better name. I, I was going to guess Ballbots, but Orbots is yeah. better. Yeah. Well, um, there was a sequel to this game. Um, that I have not played. I don't know if it's better or not. I but, have uh, played a little bit of it, and it's absolutely atrocious. <laughs> the level design is even worse than the first game, so I don't know. I wouldn't recommend it. And the enemies are super aggressive, and I don't know. It's a weird, weird sequel that came out just a year after the first one, so I think it was clearly rushed. Okay, well, we should probably go on to the third game, which is a listener request. So this is a game uh, requested by Zax1997 from the forums. Or maybe it's Zach S. I'm, I'm not sure. Well, um, 
Is that pleasant? <laughs> um, well, obviously, yeah. Like it's the first game that I haven't chosen, so I I don't have a clue, and I don't uh, I I have no idea what it could be. I, I'd be surprised if it didn't involve vampires of some sort. supposed to know this game. Actually, I'm pretty sure I know this game now. And uh, perhaps not vampires, but demons? Mm, we'll see. Alright. Here is your question. What must you do to revert to your good-natured self? This is a game that I'm just going to want to punch myself for not guessing, isn't it? I don't think so. I, I, I doubt you know this game. You, want, you don't want to give it a try? Well, the second song was definitely familiar, but your, your question threw me off. Initially, I thought it was Gargoyle's Quest, but um, now I'm guessing maybe it was that awful Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde game. Oh, <laughs> you got it. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> well, it was all the question, really. It was all the question, yes. Well, maybe it was too good of a question, but uh, yes, uh, this is the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde game for NES. Um, it, it, the premise is that uh, you're, I guess, Mr. Jekyll, and you're walking to church or something, and uh, you walk really, really slowly, mm -hmm. and you can jump, and 
avoid things, but if you take damage, you get angry. And you wouldn't like Mr. Jekyll when he's angry. No, I, I bet not. Eventually he turns into Mr. Hyde and it becomes nighttime, and then you can attack things and whatever you have projectiles that you can shoot. Apparently if you kill enough guys, you turn back into uh, Dr. Jekyll. So uh, I'm not sure what why you would want to kill guys, because it seems like Mr. Hyde's more fun to play as. <laughs> Yeah, good I, th- point. I think you do have to be Mr. Jekyll at the end of the level or something. So. Well, yeah, the I think the the idea is that you have to go backwards when you're Jekyll, uh, Mr. Hyde. I'm sorry. I don't think you go backwards. I think the whole level is mirrored. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I never really stuck around long enough to figure that out. I <laughs> the game was just too awful to keep playing. But I remember. I never had an NES, but I had a friend who could basically rent all the the games he could uh, from uh, like the grocery store that his dad owned, and yeah. that was one of them. And uh, I don't think we rented it very often. Um, <laughs> but that second song must have been like the the menu or the game over screen because I, I definitely recognized it, and I don't think I would recognize any of the other songs because uh, uh, yeah, we didn't play that game. I, for I'm much. impressed you actually saw this out in the wild and played it. Uh, well, the the selection was pretty poor where I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> All you had were, were things that wound up in something awful? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, yeah, and you remind me, like, there's, uh, I hope everyone has seen the, the Angry Video Game Nerds review of this game. I have not seen that, actually. Um, oh, well, you should. I, I think he, uh, well, he's always, I don't know, like, you either, you know, like him or hate him, but... Uh, yeah, he tends to exaggerate things that aren't necessarily that bad, but... Um, I was entertained. Well, more entertaining than this game probably would. Uh... <laughs> Definitely. Well, let's go back to uh, games that uh, Guillaume uh, requested, shall we? Uh, <laughs> thank you, Zach S., for, for that uh, interesting uh, request. <laughs>
Well, that was like probably a puzzle game, no doubt. <laughs> I'm not going to entertain a response to that. I just want to quickly say that uh, I didn't necessarily pick this game because I liked its music. <laughs> uh, you've played so many uh, games on this uh, radio trivia that uh, at some point you have to look at all the games that you've played in the past year and uh, just pick one. <laughs> anyway, mm. um, so the question is, what is the purpose of staying on the ground in this game? 
All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> I agree. This is uh, Sin and Punishment, star successor for the Wii. Indeed it is. Which uh, I've only played through once, even though I own it. Um, I, I bought the Japanese version because uh, I think at the time I placed that order, I didn't think it would be coming to America. And it's okay because the story, I'm sure, doesn't make any more sense in English. Well, I tried to be diligent. Like, I, I tried to give it a shot, but I would inevitably see that uh, blinking plus icon on the top uh, right of the screen that says skip. And it was just, <laughs> like, it sounded more like a recommendation than, a, than a, you know, a suggestion. So uh, I, just, <laughs> I just went ahead and pressed it because, the, yeah, you, you lost nothing of value there. Yeah, I don't think so. These games are always just, I don't know, I, I, I'm terrible at them. I scrape my way through them once, and then I never come back to them. Um, I, I don't know what it is about this game, or, or the original Sin and Punishment. It's not that I don't like it. I, I enjoyed my time with it. I just would never want to go back. I'm not a time trial person, but I, I'm sure there are uh, more things I would see if I played it on a harder difficulty. But um, I just never been interested in knowing that. Yeah, I I only played through it once as well, but at least on normal, I, so I can tell myself, well, you know, at least you didn't, uh, you know, you weren't the wuss and you didn't play it on easy. I was a wuss. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Like, I, I'm sure that, yeah, like treasure games are usually really hard, and uh, they're an acquired taste, really. And I am still in the process of uh, acquiring it myself. So, um, but yeah, like it's a ton of fun though. Like I, I did like my first time through it, and just to you know refresh my memory, I was playing it a little bit uh, before recording this, and uh, I realized that I had no idea what I was doing anymore. <laughs> the in terms of how to play the game, or in terms of what the heck was going on in the story. Uh, or... Mostly how to play the game. Like there was, uh, I, I couldn't remember exactly the, the subtilities of uh, the whole lock-on system. I, I was playing with a different character this time, though, so that might explain it. But uh, I also, you know, like uh, once I figured it out, I, I realized that, uh, you know, like uh, you can jump back in pretty quickly, and uh, there, there's a lot of, you know, things that you can do that you aren't usually told outright that you can do but that are really like invaluable when you're just trying to get through the game or to get a high score uh, for instance like basically most of the uh, the things that can hurt you uh, that are on the same level as you I'm not talking about like the you know uh, flashing bullets that are coming at you from the distance but more like missiles that would go from left to right and try to hit you you can just like do a melee attack on them, and if you happen right. to be aiming at the enemy, then you're going to be kicking or hitting the missile right at the enemy and cause massive damage. So well, that's that's a carryover from the original, right? I mean, that was yeah, a big part is. of the original game. It is, but it's a you know, if you're not told that, like you probably it takes a while before you figure it out, and once you do, you realize okay, maybe this game is not insurmountable. Like it's not a, it can be overcome. Yeah, there are definitely a few skills that you have to kind of discover on your own. Mm -hmm. um, one of them I probably didn't figure out, uh, which, well, I don't know if it was a problem or not. Uh, the, the, the question is about uh, what's why would you ever want to stay on the ground? You got an unlimited jetpack. You can you can twirl all you want all over the screen. 
Why the hell would you want to just stand on the ground? Well, apparently, uh, as long as you're on the ground, your points counter goes up. So mm -hmm. if you're really, really hardcore and you want to maximize your score, apparently uh, you got to keep your feet on the ground and go like at uh, half the speed that you w usually would. And uh, well, you actually go slower when you're on the ground. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. I, I didn't really try it. On the level well, you, you certainly have less room. If you're on the ground, obviously you can't fly all over the place. I mean, you're already kind of crippled there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, again, I'm not a score tech kind of guy. And uh, even if I were, the leaderboard in that game isn't super great. So, <laughs> And I had the Japanese version. So... Um, all, all of those things lead to me saying I, I'm not going to play this for a high score. I still hope. Like, it, it's probably, you know, not going to happen because I, I've got a stupid backlog. But uh, I hope at some point to go back to this game and at least finish the game with the second character. And then perhaps one day finish it on the Expert or whatever the hard mode is called. Alright, we got one last game here. have much to say about this good times i uh well actually i'm playing this game right now <laughs> good times
Yeah, if I didn't already know, I probably wouldn't uh, know what this game is. Well, since you do know the game, do you want to ask the question? Or Sure. Um, which Nintendo platform was a version of this game announced for, but never released in North America? Well, uh, I definitely know what this game is, uh, but I'm not sure how to pronounce it. And not because the words are complicated, but because of the punctuation. Is Ivy the Kiwi? Ivy the Kiwi? Or Ivy the Kiwi? <laughs> I've got no idea. I know Ivy why the there's... I, I Ivy know... the Kiwi? <laughs> Ivy the Kiwi? I, I, I think the uh, question mark applies only to the Kiwi part. I, I just, uh, I, I know why, like, once you beat the game, it's all revealed, but, uh, oh. yeah, the, the, uh, the question mark is important, but it doesn't I mean see. that it's not bothersome. Um, yeah, no, fun game. Uh, have you played this? I have not played this. It's, it's one of those games that I, I looked at, and I'm like, this looks interesting. I don't quite get it, and I never picked it up. Mm. Are you playing it on the Wii or, or on DS? I'm playing the uh, mini version, actually. The one okay. that's uh, $5, I think, on DSiWare. And uh, I don't know, like, I, I, by, the, by the end, I was pretty satisfied with the, the game's length, especially for $5. So uh, I would encourage anyone who doesn't have, you know, like, who can't find a cheap copy on the Wii or DS, a retail copy, to just pick up the mini version. I, I don't think that it's really missing anything like it only has half the levels but i'm pretty sure it has uh, like all the the, the vari varieties of levels 
It's just that uh, they, they maybe like uh, stretch the uh, what's the expression? Stretch the sauce. <laughs> they, yeah, they just spread it thinner. I mean, the, yeah. I'd say that that's what Sonic Team likes to do. This is not Sonic Team. It's Prope or Prope or however you pronounce the game. I'm not sure. I think it's the, Prope. It's probably Prope. Yeah, but. Um, you know, I don't know if Yuzhinok is to plan for stretching out that Sonic Team is is so famous for, but uh, mm. yeah, I mean certainly uh, for five was it five bucks? Or, yep. Yeah, it's, yeah, it probably is worth it. I like some people don't like the controls, and uh, I can definitely see their point because you don't control IV directly. You basically create these uh, vines. You can create up to three. Uh, by touching the screen and stretching out a vine out of thin air um, and it you know when you're new at this like it can seem like uh, can be difficult to get your uh, IV going like she'll build up momentum but you're going to be constantly stopping her in her tracks and takes <laughs> her a while to to build up again but uh, if you look at expert players videos on uh, YouTube you can see like they, they just use the vines to prop her around like they, they just like since the the vine becomes an actual object in the game as soon as you create it and you can still move it around mm -hmm. then you can just like shove ivy just about anywhere you want and uh, <laughs> like it, it's really you know it, it's really weird but uh, after a while it kind of becomes second nature you can kind of flicker with the vine yeah basically but uh, speaking of flicking, that's where probably the, the biggest problem is. Like, you, you can not only create up to three vines, vines but you can uh, pick one and pull it and just oh. like bend it and use that as some sort of uh, not trampoline, but as a yeah, kind of a slingshot. A slingshot, yeah. Yeah, and you'll be a lot of times you'll be trying to create a new vine, and instead you'll just be picking up the one that you already made. Or you know, or the or vice versa, really. Do you think the Wii version has the same problem? I don't know. I've never played it. I hope that they had the the, the common sense to assign, you know, both actions to different buttons. Um, mm, but I, you I know, know. <laughs> who knows? Sometimes like these simple things just elude developers for some reason. Well, um, make it simple. Only one button. Kirby, you're right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the uh, like very very beautiful game and uh, very nice music, and I, I think the design is sound. I I'm not a huge fan of Sonic myself, but uh, Ivy the Kiwi was just uh, once you get the hang of it, it's just a lot of fun. And there are some similarities because she's always running, right? So uh, it's just like the, the the game can be very speedy as long as you don't you know constantly stop her in her tracks. Just like Sonic. Yep. All right. Well, we should probably wrap things up here. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, the 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 answer to the question. Oh, the answer to the question. Yeah. So yeah, like there were four versions announced. Like there was supposed to be a downloadable mini version for WiiWare as well, but that never came out. Probably when the Exceed or Propay decided. Well, WiiWare is not really. <laughs> no one pays attention to that anymore. So yeah. let's not release that. Yeah, well, they probably wouldn't have made their money anyway. Yeah, I don't think so. All right, well, we should wrap things up now. Uh, I want to thank you, Guillaume, for uh, co-hosting here. Well, thank you for having me. This was uh, a lot of fun. 
Sure, my pleasure. We got a, a completely different set of uh, requests from, from Guillaume than everyone else sent in. So um, that just sort of goes to show that there, there are a lot of games still that have not been used on this on this show, even though we're like... Uh, I don't remember. Did you notice what the count was? I, I could probably pull it up real quick. I, I just saw this huge list of games and I, I was uh, desperate to find something you hadn't used before. <laughs> but I, I did not keep count, no. Oh dear, let's see here. We are at over 500, 512 according to this count. Uh, plus the five we just used, of course, so that brings it to 517. So uh, a lot of games have been used, but there are still a lot left. So please send me your requests. You can email them to me at typ at nintendoworldreport.com or if you go to the, the page for this uh, episode, there's a link you can follow that and it'll bring you to a form where you can also uh, send a request that way. Either way, give them to me. Um, I, I save them for a long time sometimes, so uh, just because uh, I have not used it yet does not mean that I will never use it. Sometimes it just, uh, I can't find the music or, or something like that. So send me your requests, uh, listen to RFN, uh, listen to uh, a Negative World Podcast. Yes, please. You don't have to, but... Uh... You know, it's uh, it's. I like to think that we're doing a pretty good job. And, and if you like video game music, I use it in the transitions, and I try to pick good music. So uh, there's something to enjoy for you there. And they're more regular than me. I think you guys are, are pretty much on every two weeks. <laughs> yeah, pretty I'm not, much. I'm not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and of course, uh, the, the PAX East panel, the, like, what do they call an RFN panel edition Tridex. Uh, is April 7th. Yes, that's a terrible name. Uh, by design. <laughs> April 7th at 1130 if you're at PAX East. Be sure to check that out. Yeah, and uh, please be gentle. Like, uh, or, I don't know, like, come heckle me if you want. But uh, <laughs> Hey, where's Greg? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I don't know. J- just keep in mind, I'm not taking Greg's place. I'm filling up a spot that, uh, unfortunately, he can't fill. That no one can but, uh, you know, I'll do my best.
Sword of Mana is copyright 2003 Square NX. Vector Man is copyright 1995 Sega. Dr. Chekhov and Mr. Hyde is copyright 1988-1989 Toho. Sin and Punishment's successor is copyright 2009-2010 Nintendo Treasure. Ivy the Kiwi is copyright 2009-2010 Propay.